Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello and welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. We are so glad to have you today. Whatever you're doing, uh, we appreciate you being here and listening. Hit those buttons at the bottom, like, share, subscribe. If you haven't left, left us a review yet, it really helps uh, push the podcast and get it out there and to reach more people for Jesus. Have you ever, this is not that game where you say, I've never, this is, have you ever told a joke that you thought was stinking hilarious? <laughs> And nobody laughed. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I think we all have. It's uncomfortable. And, and then, and then afterwards, you're like, "Well, they said it a little bit differently." Than yeah, I and did. like this is this is what it meant, guys. Let me tell you, you just you just didn't understand, or you had to be there. <laughs> yeah, you had you to know? be there. Yeah. Exactly. They just don't understand my humor. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way I look at it. Uh, nobody understands like your humor, Brandon. I know. <laughs> yeah, right. And I think most people don't understand mine either. No, it I takes do. a special breed. Like what Shane? Shane I think does you understand it, but maybe you don't appreciate it. I appreciate it more than I used to. <laughs> okay, but Shane will do something around people we don't know as well and i'll be like eh. and everybody else is like what the crap and that's like, something that's pretty what's normal wrong? what's wrong with that guy? Captain, that's normal watch what out is, what is wrong with him <laughs> somebody hit him over the head with a two by four uh, you get those like did his mom drop him on the head when he was a baby <laughs> no she just swung him around by his feet a little bit yeah all the blood rushed in my head <laughs> i'll open this up in prayer who's who's up today brandon all right heavenly father we thank you for this day God, we just thank you for an environment we can come and talk about you and be real. And Lord, I pray that uh, you'll inspire others uh, th- through these words today, uh, Lord, to, to to follow you more closely and to de- or to develop a relationship with you. Lord, we love you. Amen. 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 So, I really this comes from um, the positive side of social media. Um, y'all might have even seen this on my Facebook feed, but. You know, memories will pop up, and I'm always appreciative of those, uh, no matter, you know, what was going on in life. And it's funny because we all have children, so much of our interaction with life involves seeing the world through our children's eyes. And when we really, and we talk about this often, when we really slow down and, and pay attention, the viewpoint of our children's seeing the world is really beautiful most of the time, you know, especially let me say at least this, y'all, some of y'all have Sean, you have teenagers or yes. young adults. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that continues, but I know at least up to about 11 or 12, it's pretty consistent that you get to see something and go, man, that I really need to see the world in that way. Now, mm-hmm. when I was 17 or 18, my parents were about ready to kill me. I'm sure. So some of those yeah. things change. They all turn rotten <laughs> at about 14. Okay, okay. So I got a little bit further. Yeah. So I was reading something my seven-year-old son, or not seven, my 12-year-old son, who was six or seven, five or six then, had said. And it was about a family tradition we have. So we're almost to Christmas uh, when we're recording this. And Shane and I and our families, traditionally speaking, over the past 
seven years. Yeah, seven, I think. I think. Uh, have always gone up to one of our uncle's homes in uh, Mount Vernon, around Mount Vernon, about an hour and a half or two from here. And all of the family gets together on my mom's side. Now, when I say all the family, that may mean there's 10 or 12 people there. We have no clue who they are, but somehow they're connected. <laughs> okay, it's that kind of family get-together. Get like, yeah. who's that guy? There's always there's always a couple, one or two guys or ladies that you're, you're like, hey, who is he related to us? <laughs> And that's, and that's been that way since we've been going to these get-togethers. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I was younger, uh, those get-togethers, I, I remember, like, whenever I would see a really pretty girl, I was like, I hope she's not related to me. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she came with a friend of the <laughs> family. Let me throw some game out here yeah. at a Christmas party that <laughs> maybe my, may be my cousins. cousins. <laughs> yeah. So who's your mom? Mm. <laughs> or third cousins. Yeah. That's four. Yeah, four. I'd go for four. Third. That's, third. That's too close. So the tradition is, is we, we spend the day there and many times the night there, but it's always a hayride. To this place called the North Pole of Texas, and most of the adults and all the kids get on the hayride. It's almost always the pivotal time of when the weather changes, and it goes from warm December weather to freezing. And it, you know, as an adult, just to know my wiring, Shane will tell you this: I get accused of being the fuddy dud and not the party. You know, go, you know, have fun like Shane. As an adult, sometimes I'm just like. Yeah, I don't really want to do this, you know, but as I've watched my children experience these things, I've gotten a little better at recognizing it. So they all say you've gotten quite a bit better. Okay. Thank you. And thank you. I've gotten a little more of that footy dud in Yeah, me. that's true. We've kind of <laughs> yeah switched a little bit. So anytime that you ask my kids, what's one of their favorite things, it's always a family tradition. It's going to the lake with the family. It's going to Uncle Bubba's at Christmas. It's singing Christmas carols and going to the North Pole of Texas. You know, and in all of that, you you never hear them say that Christmas when I got that $500 gift that right. I really wanted or that $200 mm-hmm. thing or that $1,000 thing. It's always around family time and traditions. So I really just wanted to pick y'all's brain and ask you kind of a two-pronged question. Uh, around traditions one what's a tradition that your family has that you love are you really glad your kids get to experience or something you've started or something that's been going on for 20 30 years um and then the other is there a tradition that you would like to start with your family and it doesn't necessarily have to be around the holidays okay so i'll lead us off as i want to tell this little funny story first so we went over to some friend's house last night and i'm not going to go into great detail but he brings this little uh figurine ceramic kind of like a a lot of people would have it in their house but without getting into too much detail about it it was not exactly what you would expect to see in their home it was kind of inappropriate okay right for 20 years their family tradition has been to sneak that thing under somebody else's tree in the family unbeknownst to them and it gets <laughs> opened up at christmas because they don't know whose gift it is and then it has to stay in that house on display for the entire year. That's Let me guess. Is this the Hopkins? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that is so cool. So it's funny. their grandmother, his grandmother started the tradition and she passed away recently. Well, he has it right now. So no, his dad had it. And his dad got it to him and said, you got to get this to your brother's house, you know, unbeknownst to him. And I, I'll tell you all fair what it is, but it would really make you crack up and go, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so 
uh, one tradition wise, uh, my kids really enjoy that tradition um, a lot. And I'm very fortunate that our kids have family traditions that Shane and I's parents um, really make a priority. Uh, my Leah's parents are very involved in traditions with the kids and even uh, grandparents. Right. Know, and I don't take that lightly the older I get because it's really where they find their foundation uh, and being around family. The tradition I would like to get back into is more day-to-day. Lee and I were talking about the other day is eating at the dinner table together that's mm-hmm. a good one. at least three to four times a week because I think that's such a great <clears throat> opportunity. To it's, it's almost like praying together. 100%. And I'm, I'm kind of trying to go there. So yeah. I will definitely take prayer and accountability on how's that going. Um, mm-hmm. I have a dear friend who sent me a very thoughtful book, um, catechisms of different ways to approach that in family time. And he's been doing it with his family. And he, they've loved it. They sit down at the dinner table. They go over the different things in Scripture, why it's founded in that, you know, and what you what we believe as believers. And guys, if we're not, and I'm talking to myself, if we're not going to pour in godly traditions into our kids, the world's going to pour in worldly traditions to our kids. That's exactly right. So, I'll jump in. Um, this is something that that that's on my heart too, Brandon. Um, you know, we grew up a lot like you guys um, in that our family gatherings were big affairs. You know, um, we would we would have the Baker family Christmas party when I was, you know, eight, nine, ten years old. Um, <clears throat> all of this stuff, I kind of, it, it continued to happen after our, our, our parents got a divorce, you know, when I was probably 13 years old, but it it seemed like it was disconjointed after that. And uh, honestly, it seems like it's never been the same since. Mm-hmm. And but but all of my wonderful memories of, um, you know, family reunions mm-hmm. and Christmas gatherings, you know, like our, our Baker family Christmas party um, that we would have every year, you know, for our listeners that that maybe don't just to kind of give you a, a somewhat of a viewpoint we had I think we have 30 first cousins on my dad's side of the family sweet so that my dad has six brothers and two sisters so he's he's one of nine siblings <laughs> and um our Christmas party we had to do it at the White Oak Community Center every year because there was literally like 60 to 75 people there from just our immediate family, from grandmothers to grandchildren to, you know, all the way up, you know, wow. and, and it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, it was the coolest thing. I'll ne- I mean, we, we played, we would, we would always bring like a tennis ball or racquetball because the community center had like real brick, uh, cinder block walls and it was like an L shape. So like the reunions or the parties going on on one side and the kids are on the other side of the L literally playing uh wall ball wall ball oh, yeah. in, in 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 the community probably center. breaking a full on sweat for hours well, exactly yeah. exactly and it's something that you know I'll never forget um uh, our family reunions um there were a hundred always over a hundred people at wow. a family reunion always I mean, people would come from Bakers, you know, would come from other New, states, New Mexico yeah. and 
Oklahoma and, you know, up in the Northeast and some areas. El Paso. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was such a huge affair and our, and, and, and I attribute it to obviously our, our grandparents, but our, our aunts and uncles, Mm -hmm. those are who really made it a point to know how important that was that their kids were raised in that setting and and all of the all of the things that uh, just the character traits and the things that are developed in children that happen only in that setting, they understood that. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, it's been something that Sean can even tell you. Um, like two weeks ago, uh, I, I told Sean and my sister, I'm like, I've had it on my mind um for a while now to have a baker family reunion mm-hmm. and kick them off again that's right how long has it been it, I, I can't remember the last time that we had a true baker family reunion Maybe like 10 years at least 10 years yeah and i'm telling I mean, these these things were events they mm-hmm. were they were the whole weekend you yep. know we we would get together um on 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 a Saturday and spend the entire day together. Mm-hmm. And then we would all, everybody spent the night and we would have our own Baker church service, uh, mm-hmm. you know, at back at the community center. And uh, my uncle would lead worship and, uh, you know, somebody would get up and, and, and preach a sermon, you know. Uh, and it was just That's pretty cool. It was just so I get. I don't even know the word, but um, it, it was it was such a integral part of my childhood mm-hmm. that I feel so. Um, I, I just really feel guilty that my kids haven't gotten mm-hmm. that, and and so we're we're sending out an invitation. I'm like, I feel like that we've done a really cruddy job of taking the torch because. Our, our aunts and uncles have gotten to the point where they just are too tired. They they, they, they can't do it anymore. They can't put on the production because it's a production. Mm-hmm. And and anyway, um, you know, I told Sean and Trudy, um, I'm like, you know, we've got to take this torch. Uh, we're going to do it, you know, but I want y'all to do it with me. I'm like, Absolutely. I'm going to do it. I want y'all to do it with me. And, and so, yeah, man. The traditions that that we had growing up were stuff like you guys had. Um, I just feel like we have not done a good job of continuing those traditions. I feel like that uh, the world has has gotten to us and work and running these kids around to everything you can imagine mm-hmm. has overcome. You know, uh, we've allowed it to overcome. You know, doing a lot of the things that are just so important to their growth and, sure. and had such a big impact mm-hmm. on us. So, you know, that's, that's what I think about. And we're actually taking steps right now to really put that in back into action. So that's uh, awesome. Good it topic. is pretty cool. We, we're very fortunate to be a part of a, uh, a Christian heritage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, they don't have that. Um, they just don't have that. And it is, I think it's super important to instill that in our children. Um, and, and and to keep it going, uh, to 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 take the baton and and hand it to the next generation, and um, you know otherwise, you know, uh, what kind of legacy is there? You know, I mean, what kind of legacy do we have if we're not if we're not doing that? And uh, 
Where were you? Back? Well, you just reminded me of something, John, that I've that we've seen. So, on my mom's side of the family, twenty years ago when we got together, it was a way different event. It was a all-out secular party, right? Okay. So what we've seen over time, I not think, necessarily think, Christmas, but like traditions and gatherings getting yeah. together. Not necessarily yeah. Christmas. We didn't always. We have been doing that for not at Uncle Bubba's, but like some sort of somewhere Hampton Christmas. We have I, what I know. We've seen kind of as a entire, not necessarily every person, but as a entire family, is a shift to what I would say is more. Help me with my words. Christ, Christ centered. Yeah, get together. Like you know, it's literally just there's many times discussion of the Lord and his blessings yeah, and, and awesome. those kind of things. So, you know, our kids getting to experience that and see that is vital. The reason this popped into my head is for two reasons. One, the holidays always create a equal and opposite feeling of excitement and anticipation and exhaustion and aggravation for many. Sure. And I thought mm-hmm. to myself driving over here, how crazy is it that I can wake up and recognize how grateful I am to be awake and so thankful for this, but know if God decided it was my time, I'd be in an even better place. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, just like, how amazing is that? It's pretty. It's pretty amazing. Pretty, yeah, pretty dang cool. It's I, funny how, I think when you yeah. talk of, when you talk about traditions, you're talking about the value of uninterrupted time with family or friends in a positive Christ-centered environment. Yeah, that's, that's where sure. impact is made, right? That's right. I I think about. Um, Picture this. It's Thanksgiving Day. All your family leaves if you have family over. You're exhausted. You wake up the next day. You get in the attic. You start pulling down all the Christmas stuff. Your house is a wreck. You start putting up all that Christmas stuff. It takes you a week and a half to get it all up. Everything's decorated. You got your snow village out. You know, you done pulled 42 boxes out of the attic. Mm-hmm. And all that stuff. Your house is still possibly a wreck if you're a normal human being. Like, you know. If you're a psychopath and it's all done in a day and clean, you are a psychopath. Uh, Obi, I feel like I'm talking to Obi. I really do. (laughs) Obi does this like in a day or two. and like We do that in October. He starts to stop. Honestly, ready, go. We get it. We get it honestly. Yeah. Uh, We get it honestly. So all that, right? And here's here's where where I struggle with Christmas, where my wife really struggles with Christmas is. You have all this. It's all this work. It's amazing amount of buildup, and then on Christmas Day, the anxiety. It's almost like it's a it's real like anxiety. A present. Yeah, it's like the anxiety of all that is crashing down because it's about to end. You're about to do it so all the tradition back. that I think that I would like to start is where the whole family. It, it may just be our immediate family goes somewhere. Yeah. For Christmas, and gets away from the possible expectations maybe even that we've set on ourselves yeah. of being here. Because, you know, when you get away, like some of those expectations just fade away. That's true. And you are able to focus more on what the most important things are. And we know what the most important thing about Christmas is. But when you have all the other hoop hoopla. So you got my wheels turning. So, like, I'm down. Let me just say that. <laughs> um, the hard part is that you don't want to alienate other family. By not, the, well, yeah. here's a here's a tradition piece too, though. And I don't, 
when Shane and I and our families get together, it is very common for my in-laws to be there, and they they are a part of our family. It's not like, oh, the in-laws are coming. Shane's mother-in-law, his brother-in-law. So it makes it easier. Yeah, we all get together. And the blessing of that for a kid is like, you look up and you're surrounded by all these people who would do anything for you that are just God-fearing people. And it takes a little burden off of you as a parent sometimes. Like they, mm-hmm. when you get like when y'all were playing wall ball, your parents aren't worried about you no. at all. They're like, yeah, burning energy out of my hair. I'm getting to see family I hadn't seen for a while. It's a win-win for everybody. Um, and I think going back biblically, look at all the tribes and and the generations that are connected. You know, you're always seeing someone linked to a bigger group of people. And I don't think it's coincidental that the world in the U.S. has gotten away from that. We've gotten very segmented and individualized. And don't even get me started on not having family get-togethers because of the next variant or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's not an accident that that's happening. No, Because the more segmented you are from people, the harder it is to find Peace. Peace. Yeah. Mm. We were not created for isolation. No. No doubt. Shane, what you were saying made me think about uh, how my wife, she loves, well, I, I love Christmas too. The fall is my favorite time of the year. But for her, Christmas time, I mean, she loves decorating. She loves just the hop of, yeah. you know, getting everything mm-hmm. done. She loves, it may not be that burden for everybody like, like I view it. I don't, yeah. I, my wife no, no, loves no, it no. too. No, what I was about to say is, um, um, and then like Christmas, the day after Christmas, I feel like there's almost, it's almost like a depression mm. for a week or, or two. Everybody's Postpartum like, oh, Christmas. It's over. <laughs> it's, it's over. It's probably real. Like what the heck? I, seriously. I think I believe it, it. I think it is. You know, I mean, you have to put everything back up and, uh, the house doesn't look as festive. Yeah. You walk in there and you're like, where's everything at? It's <laughs> almost like the season of yeah. joy disappears. Yeah. Like we don't have it any other time. Right. So, right. In our house. Let's kind of flip it on its head, and maybe the pentatonics is, is not playing in the yeah. background. The whole, you know, for the question is: is how can we live a, maybe live a life, a God fearing life, where tradition is a part of everything we do, on the healthy side? So let me give a flip side of that. I don't Christmas decorations and put it. It ain't for me. Like here's the fuddy duck coming out. Like I love it, but I would rather name your price. Come into my house. Set it up however Leah wants it. But there is a tradition that our kids love, and that's when I get the tree down. Sounds like a business. It does. When I get the tree down <laughs> ding, 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 ding. and I put it up, that's my – I get stuff out of that. That's my job. Right. And Leah and I have found a balance there. But the kids love decorating the tree. They love spending that time with Leah. They love making Christmas cookies that only Nana makes. I mean, those things. It's huge. Aren't, yeah. Oh, I matter. mean, it's just huge. Uh, that's what – I, I think it's magical. Yeah, like I agree. And, and it that, absolutely is. And th- and that's what I love about it. Like, like you know, you were you were driving here this morning thinking about how grateful mm-hmm. you were, and I was driving here this morning thinking, uh, last night it was me and Amy and Owen and Addie and and um, Amy and I were just kind of sitting in the in the office. Uh, we had the the record player playing Christmas music. Addie's making uh, icing coated sugar cookies in the in the 
Sounds like you're describing a Hallmark movie. I'm, I am, <laughs> and, it, really it, and it wasn't on purpose. Yeah, it, it was. It was just the, what we were doing. It's and, stuff that happens at Christmas. And and last night, uh, the music is playing, and Amy starts dancing with Owen in the kitchen, and I start dancing with Addie in the kitchen, and we are all having the best time of our lives. Well, at my house, <laughs> well, hey, I'm telling, I, I I'm gonna finish. My we story. were making cookies, <laughs> but it was get in here. We gotta get. The- Hey, it's a Christmas tradition to make cookies, y'all. I could get in. I could, you know, my, my daughters were arguing nonstop. I could only get Addie to dance with me for like forty-five seconds, but at the same time, it was like the best forty-five seconds yeah. of my of my of my night. You yeah. know, yeah. Yep. and and it was so fun, and 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 that's what I was thinking. You know, she's she she's eleven, and she's gonna be twenty-one tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> okay. and 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 I'm not gonna get to do that, and she's not yeah. gonna. I'm, I might, she's, yeah. You know, I might. You know, I mean, she might dance with me a little longer when she's twenty-one. I don't know. You know, but uh, it's I, an unknown. I, it, it is, and and I I gotta tell you, I ate it up. Um and and I just loved it and yeah I know that sounds like a awesome, cheesy a cheesy Hallmark movie. No, Those are awesome moments that. for sure. Yeah, one of the things that we, we love to do is cook breakfast on Christmas morning. That's kind of our tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I really enjoy. Um, and one thing that is also a, tr- a tradition that we do every year is um, and I feel like it keeps things in perspective is uh, we go with our whole family to our church on Christmas Eve for mm-hmm. a candlelight service. And that, for me, really grounds me and my family. It's good. Um, it makes us understand what the real reason is. Uh, so many people get caught up in the materialistic and the pagan side of Christmas because there's definitely a pagan side of Christmas. Uh, and, and, you know, whenever you think about retail and going in the black and, you know, people making more money in the fourth quarter than any other time of the year, and uh, I, I – especially during Christmas time, whenever I go and pray with my children at night, I want them to understand that those gifts really don't mean anything. Uh, what what really means something is uh, what we give to others, you know, uh, what the reason for the season is, the the birth of Jesus Christ, and, uh, and just really just trying to instill in my children, hey, you know, let's go find some some angels, you know, to, uh, to, to buy gifts for people who are less fortunate than us. That's, that's what we can really make this about mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and shine our light for, for God. And how can we do that? And so the candlelight service, that's a tr- tradition. That's, mm-hmm. uh, it's something that, uh, I, I really enjoy. Um, and, uh, like I said, also cooking the bread is I'm with Obi on the, um, the reunion, you know, uh, we got to get that going again, we got to light that torch back up, and um, so I think that's a good side of it. a good question to always ask ourselves that we can ask each other is you know any tradition that we're looking to set or that we already have is it grounded in Christ? And if it's not, it definitely can be. Right? You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that you can't go, and that's probably pretty good vetting. You know, if this is so far away from what we know is pleasing to the Lord, then that's probably not a tradition that we need in our family. Well, you talked about y'all's y'all's gatherings being maybe a little bit more secular years ago mm-hmm. and how they're changing. Ours years ago were 100% Christ-centered. Yeah. I mean, everything about it, you know, was, um, was our aunts and uncles doing their best to um, – to 
be the hands and feet of Jesus for, for us mm-hmm. and show us how family is supposed to be. And again, everything revolved around, however, you know, I do remember like, uh, leaving some of those, <clears throat> some of the, uh, reunion with my cousins, you know, whenever we're 18, mm-hmm. 19 and, and drinking a beer out in the woods. And, <laughs> and, but our parents didn't know. Yeah, about well, exactly. let me tell you, there <laughs> was some family member that snuck a flask into that thing yeah. too, that you there didn't know about. No question. <laughs> no doubt. I didn't want, I didn't want y'all thinking that we were just total yeah. saints. No, no. Hey, I'm just saying that the goal behind yeah. their, their goal was to show us that how to, sense. how to emulate Jesus. 1000%. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I think the key piece there for our kids is, just recognizing so a lot of times as our kids age, they don't think the parents are cool anymore, but they think their aunts and uncles are and their cousins are. And if they're still seeing that, that's, that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, when you listen to this podcast, it's going to be after Christmas. However, we can still carry these, these, uh, values into the next year and throughout the next year. Uh, appreciate you being here. Go out and kick the day in the face and we'll catch you on the next one.